Thank you for joining me on the Parable Podcast today. I'm Danielle Zaptank. You know, there's so many podcasts out there and there's so many things that we could do in our life. So thank you for choosing to spend a little bit of time with me and my new friend Tika today. You know, if you could do me a favor and share this podcast with a friend, that would be so encouraging to me. I think this is a great way for both of you to listen to the podcast and then begin an authentic conversation around this podcast. I can't wait for you to meet my new friend, Tika McCoy, who is an aspiring author and helps us see the grace God shares with us in her return to faith. During the time of our struggle, I never prayed to God to save my marriage. I never prayed to God for my husband. I never prayed to God for myself. We were so broken and just so much, I believe, just so much a part of the world. I don't know that there was really anything else left to save. Here's my conversation with Tika McCoy. Welcome to the podcast. I am so grateful that you chose to spend some time with me. I know you are in the process or you're thinking of writing your memoir. What would you say was a book that has impacted you, obviously, besides the Bible? (laughs) What is a book that's really impacted you? Wow, there are so many. And I'll tell you, at the start of March 2020, when things started shutting down and we couldn't go anywhere, and I really started picking up reading again, and I started rereading reading one of my favorite authors and her name is Jay California Cooper and she has since passed on but she just has a great way of writing about life and there's always a great message in her stories and so one of her books is a series of short stories and it's called Pieces of Me. And it's so profound because each story is about a woman who maybe she left her husband. She thought like the grass was greener on the other side. And then once she got there, she realized it wasn't. And then she had to come back home. So there were all these little small stories like that. And it was just great reading. And I read that book like 20 years ago, but it was fantastic rereading it when things were shut down because it just kind of helps to put things in perspective. And she's a great author at doing that. You and I recently met at a a conference in Georgia, and one of the things that you said in your message that you shared with us is that our stories define who we are, and our faith stories allow us to grow God's church. And I love that. Obviously, I believe in people's stories, and I think that's true about what you were just saying about the book, but... In writing, we get to understand people's stories and it helps us empathize. It helps us understand that we're not alone. What have stories meant to you as you as you've been writing through this process? It has been amazing because I've been able to reflect back because when you're in the middle of that story, right? You're not reflective and introspective. You're just going through the motions, just trying to make it through the day. And as I've been able to write it and reflect back on just how amazing God has been and just how he has sustained me, it just blows my mind. And I think, how did I make it? It was God. So being able to reflect and to also see my growth, because there were times when I was going through things that, you know, I was a mess and you don't realize that you've learned a lot and you've grown a lot. So being able to reflect and think, oh my, wow, Tika, you, you went through and you've grown and you've matured and, and look where you're at today. So that has just been fascinating. 
Tika, you did start a YouTube channel like a few months ago. Tell us about what that is. What prompted you to do that? So the the channel is called The Wisdom of Naomi, and it is based on the character Naomi in the book of Ruth. I can see a lot of parallels between my life and Naomi. So when Naomi and her family, when they left Judah due to the famine, right, they moved to Moab and they were starting a new life. And that life got turned upside down. She lost her husband. She lost her kids. And she's living in this foreign land. She is alone there with her daughter-in-laws and she is angry at God. She's bitter. She's mad. She hears that God is kind to the people of Judah. So she returns home. And I see a lot of myself in that in terms of I set out getting married, having a career, trying to achieve the American dream. And in doing so, I left God. I honestly feel like I just, I I left God in in my journey of the American dream and that American dream went up in smoke. And like Naomi, I was bitter. I was mad at God. And when I returned to God broken and at my lowest, he welcomed me in. And I just marvel at that. And there are days, Danielle, when I just sit in the fact that God showed me grace. And he didn't have to. And why me? And so when I started to come up with what can I do to share my faith journey to encourage others? I thought, well, you know what? I'll do a YouTube channel and I can share a little bit of my story, some of my pains and struggles to encourage others. Remain faithful. Remain steadfast. God is an amazing God. He is merciful. He extends grace and mercy to us. And it's one of those where truly, if he can do it for me, when I turn my back on him, just a imagine, just imagine what he would do for you. And so that was my reason for wanting to start that story. It's like, I just have to share this with everyone. I want you to know how wonderful God is. In that moment, in that season where you felt like you left God, did you recognize that? Did you think like, well, I'm just going through the motions of what I imagine our American life to be like? Or did you purposely say, you know what? No, I'm kind of like leaving you over here. Was that cognizant or not? Well, it's, it's funny because my husband and I were attending church and, you know, sometimes there's church drama. And I don't think that we really, we were young and I don't think that we really had one, the wherewithal to know. We, and I don't think we even really had a strong enough foundation, but when that drama unfolded in the church, we left. And instead of maybe trying to wait and see once new leadership came in, if they would rework things or maybe trying to find another church, we just kind of washed our hands of it. And that was it. And then we never looked back. And then we were just pursuing our American dream. And I'll tell you, it didn't really hit me that I had truly left God until the marriage was really rocky. And I felt that we had tried and I had tried everything to maintain that marriage. And I reached out to one of his best friends who my husband grew up with, who he respected. And he sat us down. My husband and I were on one side of the table and his friend and and his wife were on the other. And he said to us, before you tell me your story, before you tell me your story, the first thing I want to know is, is God the head of your marriage? It was profound. And it was embarrassing that I had to say no, he wasn't. And 
you know, of course you reflect back, like, had we stayed and, and strengthened our faith, would things have been differently? But the very fact that he asked that was that awakening that we had truly, that I had truly left God in pursuit of this worldly dream of the American dream and of this marriage and none of it worked out. So him asking that question was, whoa. It's good to have people in our life that challenge us in that way, because I'm sure even for your friend, it's an uncomfortable conversation. But because of that uncomfortable conversation, he was able to speak into your life and kind of switch that trajectory or just have an awakening in a sense. So that's awesome. Was it scary for you to start this YouTube channel to put yourself out there? Or do you did you feel like, you know what, I feel called to share my story with others? Both. And the scary part was because there are a couple videos where I'll say, I just want to remind you that I'm not a pastor. I'm not a theologian. I'm just a Christian woman. And so I put that just a Christian woman on there. And I think that's part of my fear is that I don't want anyone to think that, well, who is this person, right? I just want you to know I'm just a Christian woman who loves the Lord and who wants to share my story in hopes that it will inspire you. So it was both. I was terrified and I'm still terrified when I do those videos. (laughs) I feel you. Yeah, it's hard to put yourself out there. I think the same thing with when I started this podcast, I was just like, well, who's even going to listen? Is this worth it? But you know, when you have like that one person that comes up to you and says, this person's story impacted me, and there's no way they would have ever heard that story. I'm like, okay, like, I do feel like there's purpose. There's a reason where God is is calling you to have this channel. And just even I mean, anyone's life that in the way we meet people at the grocery store, like anywhere is possible to have a connection and and to what you just said that our faith our stories allow us to grow God's church so Tika before we continue why didn't you tell us a little bit about what your parable story is that you'd like to share with us so my parable story is a little bit that I was sharing in terms of my returning back to faith and the story of Naomi so when I read the book of Ruth in verse 1 chapter 7 and when it says She and her two daughter-in-laws, they depart the land that they're in to return to Judah. And that, again, is just so profound. When my, my marriage had reached a point where it was just not healthy for me, it was not healthy for my husband any longer, and... Um, There was an infidelity and I was in my bedroom, on my bed, crying and wailing. And I didn't even bow down to pray. I was just really in the moment. And I just said, God, if he is ever with her again, give me the strength to leave him. And I didn't realize that at that moment, that was going to be the pivotal moment that was going to return me to God. And I cringe telling that story because I know marriage is supposed to last. And I cringe telling that story because how dare you pray to God to end your marriage? What was so difficult for me in that moment and in that realization was during the time of our struggle, I never prayed to God to save my marriage. I never prayed to God for my husband. I never prayed to God for myself. We were so broken and just so much, I believe, just so much a part of the world. I don't know that there was really anything else left to save. So when I pray for the strength to leave him, again, I cringe telling that story. That was the moment that my relationship with God changed for the better. And that was the moment that I started to focus more on 
trying to understand what is what is this grace that he extended to me and why did he extend it to me when I turned my back on him and I'm coming back to him broken. And I even cringe saying this only when I needed him. Only when I needed him, I'm crawling, coming back, begging him. And he welcomed me. First of all, I don't think that you're the only one that has ever cringed in a sense, knowing that this is like the time that we're coming back and we need that restoration and we need that grace in our life. I think we've all had multiple moments in our life where we recognize that we're human, that we've failed, but only by the grace of God can we do it again and again. So I think you're that's honest and that's vulnerable for you to share. And it helps us understand that, again, we're not the only ones that ever feel that way and that we're all going to go through those types of situations in our life. Let me ask you this, for that moment, was it hard to, one, work through like a forgiveness of yourself, especially when you talk about that American dream of you thought that marriage is supposed to last? Did you have to work through like forgiving yourself and forgiving like just working through that hardship for yourself? I did. I felt like a complete failure. You know, you finish college and, you know, you're working and you start a career and and you get married. And, And I remember being that young, early 20 year old, I'm going to conquer the world, right? I'm going to get promotion after promotion. And my husband and I, you know, we're going to travel and do all of these great things and we're going to retire together. And none of those things happened. I felt like the biggest failure. And when the marriage was crumbling, I felt like, what do I need to do to fix it? I need to fix this marriage. I put so much onus on me. So I did. I, I struggled with that a lot. That had I done this, or had I said this differently, things have changed. What would you say your relationship with God? Obviously, did you know God as a a child or, and then obviously everyone's relationship with God changes? I did. I did. And I'm loving writing my my journey because it's, it's actually fascinating. So my immediate family didn't attend church, but my great grandfather was a pastor. My aunts attended church. So there were many Saturday nights where I would go and spend the night at my aunt's house to go to church or I would be home and she would call my mom on a Saturday night and says, you know, make sure Tika is ready. My aunt was the one who enrolled me in vacation Bible school. So I would go to vacation Bible school and I remember being a Calvinette and that was something also that my aunt enrolled me in, right? So I had that foundation growing up. And even, Danielle, and I, I love telling this story. I remember at the age of 10, my grandmother picked me up for church. And it happened to be on first Sunday where we took communion. And me kneeling at the altar with my grandmother taking communion for the first time in my life. And that was the only time that she took me to church. And as I'm writing my memoir and as I'm reflecting on my faith journey, I just think how amazing that is that my grandmother took me to my very first communion. So I had that foundation growing up. Now, once I got to junior high school, It kind of, you know, went by the wayside a little bit. My aunt, who was the one who made sure I was in in Sunday school and vacation Bible school and in church, she died in 1993. And so distraught, looking for answers, I went back to church. And Jerry and I joined church. We attended marital classes there and we got married there. And then again, the church drama happened and we left. So I still have a foundation. That's the other thing that I marvel at, that I was in and out of the faith, in and out of having this relationship with God, and he still welcomed me back. Yeah. 
when you were crying, you were upset, you were on your bed and you recognized, you know, that you needed God in that moment. What were some moments after that where you're like, I need to start renewing my faith? What did renewing your faith look like after that moment? So after I had that prayer, maybe five, six weeks later, my mother died. So that was also another piece of me going to God. Why? Even angry at God. And, you know, just still just trying to understand like how and why is all of this happening to me, even though I knew that I had abandoned God. In my mind, I still felt like I was a good person, right? You know, I still went to work every day, paid my taxes. You know, I was upstanding citizen. I still did all of these things. So why are these awful things happening to me? And so at that moment when I prayed, I needed God. He was the only one that would be able to help me to really get out of that situation that was no longer healthy for me or healthy for my husband at the time. Then my mother died. And it's like, okay, I know that there is no one else that can help me to manage this pain, this grief, this confusion. And I started going to church with my dad, with my brothers, joined a Bible study, really just thirsty for the word, trying to understand. And at that time, because I was still angry at God, I don't think that I truly had in my mind that I didn't at that time have the relationship and fellowship with God that I have today. I was just looking for answers. You know, you talked about the moment you lost your mom, you you are just having personal tragedy in your life. When we have that and when we we live in a world that is broken and there is a lot of hurt, how have you learned to know that God is with you? What are like some tips or some encouragement for helping others see God is with you during those moments? I love talking about God in the mist. So when I think back to the struggles that I was going through in my marriage, and when I'm able to think back on, oh, this situation could have been far worse, or even the the struggle of losing my mom and thankful that I have a job. But when you're, you know, a job, you get five days bereavement. And then, you know, you you have to go back and smile and put forth the effort. And it was God that kept me motivated to show up every day, to, to be present every day. And I honestly believe that it was his strength that got me through because when I was going through tragedy after tragedy after tragedy, I didn't check out of life. I was still present in life, even though I cried myself to sleep at night. But it was me knowing that God was pushing me. He was carrying me when I needed to be carried and giving me those words of encouragement because there were many nights when I would be lying in bed and a Bible verse would come to me. And I'm still really new on my faith. How is this verse coming to me? Or maybe it was a verse that a friend asked me to read when they were trying to provide me comfort. And four weeks later, that verse would pop up in my mind and I would have to get up and read it. All of that was letting me know that God was working in me and that he was supporting me and strengthening me during that entire ordeal. It's, it's moments like that when people help us navigate our faith when we don't we don't even know how. I mean, especially when you're in the midst of grief, it just you feel like you can't even do it on your own. During that time when you said people had been giving your Bible verses to you, just encouraging you, was there somebody that God placed in your life that really encouraged you, lifted you up as you were trying to make sense of it all? 
Yeah, and, and we're still friends today, and and I do marvel at that. And this individual not only would give me Bible verses, but would also send me sermons to watch, and then also recommend books. So you know, like okay, here's a scholarly book, or here is a commentary that will help to explain that to you. So that helped me with my because again, I was looking for answers. So those sermons that uh, my friend recommended that I watch, or those verses that that they recommend that I read or the commentaries. Those were the things that I needed to get the answers to have that light bulb go off. And I honestly believe that that person was put in my life for a reason. And they are still encouraging me to this day. That's awesome. Tika, when you think about what you're doing with your your YouTube channel and the wisdom of Naomi, is there something obviously you wanted to get out of it, for, like something that encouraged you to start it to begin with that we talked about before? But has there been something that God has shown you that you've learned through this whole process, either about yourself or something you didn't even imagine was going to happen because you started this? Yeah. So, you know, even going back to my relationship with my ex-husband. So once we got divorced, my relationship with his family was strained a bit. And, you know, just because sometimes that, that happens. And so so I started the channel and I would promote it on Facebook and, you know, individuals would go out to watch it and, you know, comment on it. And I received a message in Facebook Messenger it says, hey, you know, we haven't talked in a long time. I've been watching your videos and they have been very inspiring and, and also encouraging me to pick up my Bible more. Would you like to go and grab lunch sometime? Sure. Yeah, let's do that. And it was one of my husband's cousins and we hadn't spoken in seven years. And I just felt like that was just a wonderful moment. And we went and had lunch and we picked up like right where we left off. And it was wonderful. It wasn't one of those, well, why didn't you call me? Why didn't you? There wasn't anything like that. We were just in that moment, loving on one another, glad to see one another and promising never to let that time go ever again. And it was because she was watching those videos and she reached out. I think we forget or don't even realize just the little moments and how God is orchestrating all of the things of what we imagine. Again, this is the direction that we believe our life is going when in reality, you know, we have to kind of look over and see, well, where's God going with this as well? And he is orchestrating so many amazing things that just to be aware of. And so that's that's amazing that you got to talk uh, with his cousin. That's great. Tika, for somebody who maybe is going through the process of divorce, maybe they're separated, maybe they've had a relationship in their life that's been, it's just really hard right now. What encouragement would you give them as they're going through this process and just trying to figure things out? I would encourage them, one, not to blame themselves and not to put um, the pressure on themselves to try to save the world, right? Because you can't do that. It, it does take time and work. And I would encourage them to seek outside counsel. It took some time for me to speak to a counselor. But when I did, they were able to provide perspective and to tell me to be kind to yourself, to be gentle to yourself. So I would definitely encourage them, don't put all the weight on yourself and to seek the help that you need. And whether you're seeking that help individually to help give you strength and encouragement. And if you can also try to do it with your partner as well as a growth and learning opportunity for them. And to 
to remain steadfast because I, I do believe that God puts people in our lives for a reason. And if you remain faithful and if you are able to seek that counsel and if that marriage lasts, I believe that is God ordained to last. Yeah, there's so many things that I'm sure as we go through these seasons of our lives that stick in our head and also that's important about counseling and, and knowing there's a lot of things that we have like locked away that we have never realized <laughs> and that just come out in our relationship. So how do we unlock those with the, the tools of a counselor and just and just coming to God for all of that as well? So Tika, is there anything else about your story that you wanted to share? Anything else that you've learned how God was faithful through this? Um, I just want to share that, you know, I see that God is still working in me. And, and I love that because I am still thirsty for his word, right? I'm not taking his word for granted, where maybe I, I feel like maybe I did that in past years where, you know, I was just kind of in and out of the church in my youth and early part of my marriage. I have a relationship with God today that I am so, so proud of. I'm happy to have that relationship with him. And my journey continues. And I love that. I love that, that my faith journey continues and that my relationship with God is growing stronger every day. Tika, if people wanted to get connected to you or learn more about your YouTube channel, where can they go to do that? So my YouTube channel is The Wisdom of Naomi. I also have Instagram where I am posting some motivational messages there. And that is also at The Wisdom of Naomi. And it's the same on Facebook. And my website and blog is coming soon. And that will also be The Wisdom of Naomi. Great. Well, all of that will be located in the show notes as well. So you can reach out to Tika, ask her any questions. I'm sure she'd love to connect with you. Tika, thank you so much for talking about what it looked like to have this return of faith. It was really encouraging to hear your story. Thank you for being vulnerable with us. And I think what you said in the beginning about how you intro into the wisdom of Naomi, that you're just a Christian woman. I think you are so much more than just a Christian woman. You have so much to offer and such wisdom. So thank you so much for being on the show today. Thank you. It was a pleasure being here. I'm so grateful for Tika and everything she shared today and her vulnerability about sharing what happens when we're at those hard seasons of our life, but seeing God in those moments as well. Be sure to connect with Tika if her story impacted you today. All of her info and a link to the Wisdom of Naomi YouTube channel will be at daniellezapchank.com. All right, grab a journal and utilize these reflection questions for some time that you can hang out with God this week and get connected to Him. Number one, how do you relate to Tika's return to faith moment and this realization of needing to return to faith? Number two, life is challenging. How can you this week hold tight to God and his unending support for you? Thank you guys so much for listening. Come follow me over on Instagram or Facebook. That's at Danielle Zapchank. That's Z-A-P-C-H-E-N-K. And subscribe to the show wherever you listen to podcasts, whether on Apple, Spotify, or even on YouTube, and leave a rating or review that really helps people find out about the podcast. And thank you so much to my husband, Eric, for editing this podcast today. That is going to do it. Thank you so much for spending time with me. Remember, your parable showcases his grace as we return to our faith. See you back again next week on the Parable Podcast.